Hi, I'm Abby Schneiderman. This is the In Case You Get Hit by a Podcast. And I'm Gene Newman. And today we're talking about people who left surprisingly large gifts behind after they had died. And this is a story that Abby had sent me something and then it started snowballing because we started finding other examples. There was a story in the New York Times about a man named Jeffrey Holt. He was a caretaker of a mobile home park in Hinsdale, New Hampshire. And he had left behind $3.8 million. And what's crazy is no one thought he, this guy had that kind of money. I mean, he was just, a, they'd see him mowing his lawn. He'd just run drinking beer. But he'd also read the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times. And he was apparently a savvy investor, amassed this wealth. And in the early 2000s, he didn't know what to do with it. He, he asked the friend, he's like, what do I do? And he's like, why don't you leave it to the town? So that's exactly what he did. This guy left $3.8 million to this town of Hinsdale that's used to support projects, programs, and organizations that provide health, education, recreational, or cultural benefits to the residents. And in a town where apparently their budget is around $12 million a year, they said, this is huge. We could use this. And no one knew. I mean, that's the thing that's kind of amazing, that no one is just a regular guy, and he left this much behind. First of all, I loved this story. It's why I sent it to you. It put a huge smile on my face. I, I, I know one woman, a resident there, said she felt like she had won the lottery. Yeah. I, can you imagine? I mean, can you imagine being a person living in this very, very small town to know that one of your neighbors left behind millions of dollars to to, to make your life better? It was just like the yeah. sweetest, nicest story. They even said something like, we could use it to fix the clock tower, which is so wholesome. Like when you hear something like that, like a, a broken clock tower in a town. I mean, when I read that, I was like, this is like a back to the future town. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this, guy, <laughs> this guy, Mr. Holt, it's amazing because also a lot of people, it seems you could amass the wealth. And some people are like, I'm fine living how I live. They, they don't have any needs. He was fine living in, in a mobile home. He was fine just living his life. He just happened to make the money and he didn't really see the need to go out and do a lot of stuff. He was, he was a very simple life, which is great. And also you said like winning the lottery, most times someone wins the lottery, it just benefits them. But when a town or an institution wins a lottery, it's huge because it benefits so many other people and it doesn't feel like it's particular to one cause. It's like, wow, if you helped the town, if you redid their library, if you did, redid something with their healthcare or anything, or make the parks nicer, if you had dogs and you want a really nice dog park to take that or for kids to play or to have concerts out there, because sometimes people have these little bandstands that are run down and you want to have nice concerts for the whole town. It benefits everyone. And it's just so much better because you feel like that money, even though they didn't spend it, maybe they didn't need to. It was serves a real good purpose. And Abby, I know you come up with another, there's yeah, so we love, up other examples. I, I just, I love finding examples like this. There was another one recently um, in Alabama where a town learned that a local farmer had secretly been paying people's pharmacy bills who couldn't afford their medications for something like over a decade. Um, he would go in every month, hand the pharmacist a hundred dollar bills and a hundred dollars and say, you know, please use this for people who can't afford their medications. After he learned one day, 10 years prior, that people in the town couldn't afford, um, that some people in the town couldn't afford their medications. I just, I, and nobody knew this. They, he said to the pharmacist, don't tell anybody it's coming from me. I, I, you know, and I just think that this is like, 
right? The most yeah. incredible thing. And that reminds me, someone on the team at Everplans shared a story about how how uh, a woman who was really funny on Instagram and she was really sweet and she was dying of, of a horrible disease, but but she managed to put, they raised all this money to buy people's medical debt. And apparently you could buy it for pennies on the dollar. So it turned out to be $70 million worth of medical debt was going to be resolved because after she had died, this went towards that. And it was a couple hundred thousand dollars. And that's what it does. We've seen other people do that where they buy up people's debt. And even though it equals to 80 million, by the time it's collected years past, it could be a lot less, but it could be, you know, five, ten thousand dollars a person that they clearly can't pay it. And those types of instances, there was another one in 2014, a guy in Vermont, his name was Ronald Reed, and he, unknown to anyone, amassed an eight million dollar fortune. I mean, no one knew. Everyone just thought this guy, you know, again, it's that person you see that's probably mowing their lawn and waving to you when you're driving by and they, you know, massed an $8 million fortune and wanted it all being put towards library and a hospital. And again, those are areas, especially libraries. So many people use them. There's so many great resources. A lot of people think you just go online, but some people that's where they go online. They go online at a, at a library. We know our book was really popular and always checked out of every library. And it was amazing to hear that because that's where people, at some point, they realize there's all these free resources available to me. And it's a great, nice space that people can go and not feel alone reading in their home or doing work. And those little gestures make a huge difference. Okay, but so now we have to think about where are you going to secretly donate all of your money to? What do you think? All the dogs. It has to be. I'm just going to say it'll be, but it'll be something human-based too. So humans can benefit from these dogs. So people that, you know, I, I was a big fan of the show Pitbulls and Parolees and, and Villa Lobos Rescue down in Louisiana. Uh, they still do it. The show's no longer on the air, but I love that idea of giving people a second chance and giving dogs a second chance. And I love that once people are working with that, especially people that can work with therapy dogs, people that are older, that might be alone, that have, you got a purpose, you want to go out for a walk. I know for me, I'd be lazy, but the dogs force me to go out even when I don't want to in all the weather. So it does add to your life um, and being able to benefit them and make sure they get the care they need because it can get expensive would be really helpful. And what about you, Abby? Well, secret, secret or not, I think that, right, the important thing is to figure out what you want to do with with the things that you've accumulated in your life after you're gone. And so whether or not you're leaving $3 million or $4 million or $10 million behind secretly, um, which is really amazing and fun um, and such a nice surprise, it doesn't have to be a surprise. But the most important thing is to figure out what you do want what you yep. do want to do with the wealth that you've accumulated. And it, it doesn't have to be right. I think these examples yes. show us that it doesn't have to be. So by the book. Yeah. You give a couple thousand to some of these organizations. It makes a difference because a lot of times, and I've had family that dealt with charities, many different charities, but a lot of the ones where they were very hands-on, they're like, we like, that's what I like about these stories. It's very local. And a lot of times people think I want to give to this big organization, this big area. But then you realize sometimes if a person in your town needs a wheelchair and a wheelchair could be $20,000 or it could be 50 or even more if it's electric and it requires all these other, uh, other elements, that's a huge, you're making an impact to a person's life immediately. You know, it's going directly to that place. So when you're looking at organizations, you want to make sure that it is allocated properly. And that's another thing to do it, 
the a lot of these people, what they did was they did planning in advance. They created a trust. We've talked about trusts before. And you put the money in there or after you die, the money filters in there because you might need it while you're still living. Maybe people have big bills at the end of their life that could eat into that. But the leftover money will go into the trust. And there's rules that stipulate how this money should be spent. So for example, if if for they said it should be for a library, but someone's like, oh, we have to give someone a pay raise. They're like, no, this money can't be used for that. We have to justify to the trust that this is being put towards that cause. And it, it gives people these rules and guidelines that make sure they stay somewhat honest about it. And that's that's something you could do. And again, if you have that kind of money or any money to leave behind doing it, they'll take care of it. The organization will be like, yes, okay, good. We'll step in. It, it, even if you went to them and said, I want to do this, they're like, we'll help you set it up. So if you're worried about, oh, it's going to cost a lot, it's going to be expensive, they'll do that for you. So you just decide where you want to make sure it's going to a place you want it to. And you could make a lot of good happen. This podcast is brought to you by Everplans, the company that helps you get your life organized and keep it that way. Through Everplans expert content and app, you're able to organize everything from your Wi-Fi password to how you pay your mortgage, from health insurance details to when your pet's vaccines are due. Download the free iOS app today to get started or visit www.everplans.com to learn more. Yeah, now I feel like we should start a, a trend of people thinking about who they're going to surprise Wait, so I said dog. What did you say, Abby? I didn't I didn't hear an answer. Well, I don't know. I have to, I really have to think about it. I actually I don't know if I'm gonna surprise I'm gonna surprise you with money, Gene. I'm gonna, gonna, so you're a surprising dog. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna think about how I'm gonna surprise you with something after I die. Yeah, I hope and, I don't die anytime soon, but and it could be something very personal and pa- you're passionate about because, again, you know, you see all these benches around of people in parks and people that upkeep things. And it could be something where – and, 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 again, if some people I do – I know. I figured it out. I figured it out. Free What's candy. That? Free candy Ooh. once a year for everyone I love. Oh, that That's good. And you know what? I guarantee there's going to be like Sour Patch Kids or something in there or gummies. That's definitely, your candy. Yeah, definitely Sour Candy. Somewhere. Sour Candy. I mean, that would be kind of fun. That that is that is a great good remind. It's a reminder, especially you know it could be around Halloween too. It's not people- as good as three million dollars for the local town, but 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 you could also find that's what's interesting finding the cause that matters. A lot of times that cause it could be something that people are not giving money to, and that's that's where you figure most people if they're going to donate, they're not thinking some of these places. They're thinking maybe more broad, like okay, this disease research or that kind of thing, where again makes an impact, right. but it might not make that immediate impact. And when people leave it to their town, it does make you think, okay, these people knew him and now think of how, and he didn't want to be known for it. And again, if you don't want it to be secret, you don't have to either. There's people that do want the credit. <laughs> there, there could be people out there that are like, hey, I gave this and I want you to know. Uh, other times people, they want to keep it quiet because you don't want the attention. But right. however you want it, as long as you're giving the money, whatever your motives, do it. <laughs> like, don't don't feel like, oh, this person gave all this money, but they wanted attention. It's like, fine, maybe they deserve it. Maybe maybe that's who they are. Other people, they're very unassuming lives. But it's great to think. And also, when you do see people around your neighborhood, it could be that person that that woman hanging up or washing, and you're like, doesn't she have a washing machine? Or that guy mowing his lawn, or you. Know, 
don't assume you know who that person is. Don't assume. That's exactly right. I think that's another amazing, amazing thing that came out of the story was you never know, right? You just never know. It might. And obviously, um, it, not that you would not that you would necessarily treat somebody differently if you knew that they had millions of dollars but they were living in a trailer park. Yeah. But um, but I think the idea is that you should never assume things about people. Yeah, because also there could be that kindness in them that if they're treated bad after a while, maybe it turns to bitterness, maybe it turns to anger, and you don't want that. You want people to be again in in towns being pleasant with your neighbors, being friendly, not judging. And knowing, oh, they like doing that, that's fine. Because let's face it, if you're a multi-multi-millionaire and you're famous and you have tons of tattoos and crazy styles, people are lining up and they're, wow, I'm worshiping you as that. And a lot of times people, they just have their style, they have their way, and it's probably not very important to them. They have what they need and they're happy with it, especially a lot of people from from past eras. They're happy with getting with what they can do. If they could pay their rent, if they could buy their food, if they could buy a gift every once in a while, take a little trip, put gas in their car, they're fine. They're right. not looking for much. You know, it, it also doesn't have to be money that you're leaving yes. behind. I mean, could, you could easily use, a, use Everplans, right? And mm-hmm. put into your Everplan what certain things are that you might have that you might want to donate to a certain organization or donate to a certain group of people or donate to yeah. friends. Right. It could be a surprise. You could leave other surprises and and enjoyed by others, because I knew like when I had all the when I worked in a place where they sent me free video games and all that stuff and I like playing it at some point, I was like, I don't use this anymore. I guarantee there's some kind of hospital or whatever that would appreciate this a lot more than me. And the interesting thing was when it gave it to them, they were like, wait, what? Like it was a total. I'm like, well, it's games and you have kids here. So why would I, you know, and they're like, no one ever does this. And I just thought they give toys around the holidays or things. But I thought. Well, if you're not using something that someone else will enjoy, it wasn't, it didn't cost me anything. And that's the kind of thoughtfulness that someone can do when it comes to maybe donating certain books, maybe donating uh, other things you have. We always talk about with shelters, especially like battered women's shelters, leaving things when they have to rebuild their life. And you're thinking you need all these elements around that, that, you know, to you, you're like, it's an extra set of dishes to someone else. It's a way they're starting a new life. So it doesn't, again, doesn't have to be, you're right, Abby, doesn't have to be massive, doesn't have to be money. Any way you could help is always good because you feel like that person could make a huge impact. And surprises are always fun, right? And nice. Amazing. Those are the best. So I'm not a surprise person. These are the surprises I like. You throw me a surprise party, we'll never talk again. I'm the exact same way. I'm not a surprise person, but this would be a this is a nice surprise. I'm okay with this kind of a surprise. Because we're used to getting like calls where you're like, oh, what's wrong now? And I'm like, I want to hear what's right now. <laughs> like right. someone exactly. saying this is positive. It makes you feel good. You're like, good, let's keep this going. Well, so thanks for joining us. I think that this was a very positive, uplifting topic to cover. I hope we can continue the trend. And um, I'm Abby Schneiderman. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. I'm Gene Newman. And any ideas you have, send it at podcast.everplans.com because we'd love to hear suggestions or other stories you've had, maybe even personal in your life that were affected by this. So definitely until next time. 